On the 25th edition of What Would Venus Do?, the goddesses discuss why being a people-pleaser takes you out of center. It's a poison which has subtle ways of affecting most areas of our lives. As Stephanie, Sarah, and Kristen have all been extreme people-pleasers in the past, the subject for them is a passionate and charged one. People-pleasing is the most demagnetizing thing that you can do. It takes us out of our own center and puts us into someone else's. Topics covered. Why do we care more about disappointing others but have no problem disappointing ourselves? Discerning if something is your business, someone else's, or God's business. People-pleasing shows up in relationships in business, family, and romantic partners. If you have ever said yes to something when you really wished you had said no, this episode is for you. When you stay in your center and own power with healthy boundaries, you show others it's okay to stand in theirs. The ladies have a special offering around people-pleasing, dropping soon. Stay tuned. Hi, and welcome to the next episode of What Would Venus Do? We are here together. We just caught up for the past like 30 minutes. So that's usually what happens before you hear this podcast, there's a whole other conversation of connection that has happened before it. But uh, excited to dive into the topic today. Again, we're kind of like on this series of people pleasing and just understanding what it is, how it affects our lives and what we can do to start to untangle those patterns that we have within ourselves. So I'm going to hand the mic over to Sarah to get us started. Yeah, so we have something pretty exciting and interesting coming up. And so we're going to focus some of our attention on this. Um, and the topic for this week is about how being a people pleaser takes you out of center and takes you out of alignment with yourself. And all three of us in our numerology, we have two which is a number that's associated with lessons in relational dynamics in giving and receiving. And all three of us have been, and can still at times be extreme people pleasers. And so in a sense, this is the work of our whole life. I mean, you know, obviously there's many different things that uh, a life has in it and many different lessons, but this is definitely one of the big ones. And when you are, what we found is when you are people pleasing, it basically like demagnetizes you and takes you out of the center with which you're able to attract everything that you want and desire to yourself. So it's a really, it's not as, it's not as innocent of a thing to do as one might imagine. It's actually, it's, it's highly corrosive to the self and to the self moving 
healthily, autonomously towards its own evolution. Um, because again, it's taking you out of your center and it's putting you into essentially someone else's center. And so you can't really be aligned with your own soul while you're doing this. And, and it's, yeah, like I said, we've all had our own instances of, of doing this to, to greater or lesser extents. And so I kind of want to talk about it with, with each of us, how it shows up for us, what we do in order, or what we have done, what we are continuing to learn to do as a result of our desire to stay in center, because ultimately people are very fickle and pleasing them for a moment is it never leads to the type of outcome where we actually are building positive strong respectful relationships and so it's a big one so i just i'll start there and um i'll let you guys jump in i have been a people pleaser probably my whole life. And this topic is so nuanced, yet so profound for all the ways that it can affect a person's life. But I think especially a woman's life, because as little girls, you're taught to be a good girl and you're taught to be compliant and you're taught to be polite and have ha, have a have a social etiquette which in some way shape or form usually involves people pleasing and stepping as Sarah as you said by doing this you always then end up step stepping out of your own source of power and your own essence and I, I'm reminded of, um, I think it's Byron Katie who talks about in one of her books that there's three kinds of businesses. There's my business, there's your business, and there's God's business. And when I am in someone else's business or trying to manage them, make them feel better or being in that way, compliant and and putting their own needs before my own, I'm no longer in my business. I'm no longer in my own center. So I'm not only living in my own life, but I'm mentally living in someone else's life, which then again, Byron Katie would say, then you're not in your business anymore and you're not in the other, you shouldn't be in the other person's that it's God's business. So to leave it up to God and that you cannot be able to help help the other person truly in that in that way because you've already sort of violated yourself and your own self-worth. So I, I've had numerous instances of this throughout, again, my entire life where I've, I've put 
others first and then would suffer in silence because I I no longer then am in am in my own life fully by doing this. So it's I think it's a lesson again for 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 women especially to learn over and over and over again that that it's okay to stay in the seat of their power and to use the word no and to create healthy boundaries when you say yes and you you agree to things that that just don't make you feel good inside or and you think that it's at the that it could be at the cost of oh well will I disappoint this other person will this person not like me as much if I you know if I stand up for myself but every time that you do and every time that you that that you don't people please in that moment you are gaining it it may feel in the moment like it's a very brave little step that you're taking but each time you do that you're going to gain a thousand times more of your own power back and you're going to realize wow okay i i i i can not be this way anymore and the and i can still ha- maintain successful healthy relationships that feel good to me with proper boundaries so i would leave our listeners with that to remind themselves whose business are you in is it your business someone else's business or god's business Uh, thank you so much for bringing up Byron Katie. I love her work so much. And I love that the three different types of business. It reminds me like visually and how this feels is when you are people pleasing and you're catering to the desires of someone else, it's like you're leaving your house, you're going to theirs and you're just, like you said, living in their business. And like, God or the universe is trying to be like, oh, like I'm ready to like respond and give you what you desire, but it's like you're not there and you're so disconnected from your desires because you're so tangled up in someone else's that you might not even know what it is that you desire. And if you don't know what it is you desire, then you can't create the life that you actually want. And, you know, on the surface, it's just so funny to think that we care so much more about dis- disappointing someone else than we do ourselves. But like that really needs to change. We we're the only ones who have, you know, we don't have full control over our lives, but we're the only ones who have a little bit of a of a say of what our lives look like and how we get to experience life and how we get to feel in life and so it's important that we maintain that sovereignty and that we don't allow our entire self-worth to be dependent on someone else because we're always going to be let down and we're always going to feel insecure if that's the case and yeah living 
an entire life pleasing others and putting others before myself is um is tiring and when you start to have that awareness it really makes you want to take your power back and makes you realize um just just how important you are and your desires are and what your mission is on this planet and I feel like a lot of people pleasing comes from just feeling like you aren't worthy unless other people are dependent on you and need you and that is like a very toxic behavior and way of thinking and so working on that obviously having really good boundaries which is a very big practice <laughs> um and then i also saw someone on tiktok talking about making the default response no cuz usually we want to say yes so that one completely like just boggled my mind and it's definitely something that I'm going to start doing because it is crazy that like your automatic response is always like yes yes like whatever you want I'll do when in reality it's like okay no let me like distance myself from this question and this ask and this request of me and really take time to figure out what it is you know what I what I want to do if it's a yes or if it's a no because when you spent your entire life people pleasing you you're you are like disconnected from what it is that like you're disconnected from your ability to make decisions for yourself and so you need to give yourself that space and that time in order to be able to connect with the actual decision that lives within you and yeah that's a whole dump of information and ideas but Sarah do you have anything in response to that I'm still thinking about the your business their business and God's business thing because we spent our whole lives thinking about thinking that their business was our business you know what I mean? <laughs> and there's reason for that like astrologically I'm just laughing so hard because it's like it was a foreign concept for me to only be in my business. I thought concerning myself with people's feelings, what they thought of me, how they, you know, how they felt about me, how they perceived me was my business, probably based on the way that I was raised and what I needed to do to survive as a child, right? To be, be able to receive love there was a measure of that that was active in me from childhood where I had to be hyper aware of what my caregiver needed from me in order to get my needs met. And so there's a lot of the um, remnants of childhood and the beliefs that were formed there that live on in my nervous system. And so it's like, it's beyond just changing the behavior. It's like, it's also the changing your nervous system and understanding that logically we can know, I don't want to go to their 
into their house. I want to say in my house, but your body's going into their house before your mind has a chance to catch up. You're already in their house for Christ's sakes. You're like living in their house before you even, even had a choice. So there has to be the, the no, in a sense is like creating a cocoon around yourself so that you can stay in your house and know what it feels like to be in your house and make decisions from that place. And, and so it's very, it's, it's super difficult to do if you are, um, if you're not giving yourself enough space and time to like really marinate in what it is that you like and what you want without anybody else's expectations. I have had to end or pause relationships because they were built on me people pleasing and it's my own foundation I built that foundation it's not the other person's fault but until I could clean it up and understand how to show up in integrity as myself not bending myself or trying to contort myself into somebody else's needs because like ultimately you're not in service to that person when you're behaving that way you are acting out of a compulsion where you need to have this person feel okay about you in order for you to feel okay you need to feel okay about you no matter what anybody else thinks feels they're, they're doing their behaviors their moods all of the things you need to be able to feel that way and it's like and then you can step out and be authentic in connection and relationship and until that happens, I hate to admit it, but you can't be real. You can't be real in your relationships. And that's why this is such a big thing because we need relationships. Relationships are essential. And especially for women, you know, to, to have integrity in relationships, I feel like is actually very few and far between. And so this is a really important task that we're being called to in general to talk about this stuff also to create the program, but also to heal our nervous systems, to heal our belief systems and to step more fully into relationships as a whole person without needing to do the kind of codependent and mesh back and forth. This is hot, hot, juicy fire material. Whoosh from both of you. Oh, Stephanie, when you had said that we oftentimes we don't want to disappoint others but we will so quickly disappoint ourselves that stunned me and Sarah when you had spoken about how you essentially spent your whole life making other people's business your own business and analyzing that business that's another one and I'm sure our listeners are going to relate to to so much of this tonight or whatever time of day you end up listening but oh my goodness and in every subtle way think of how many times I've done it with both of you where I say yes to something and then I call you both up and I'm complaining and venting oh I said yes to this I said yes to this and I really don't feel like going but I, I don't want to let them down. I feel like I should. And so think of in every subtle and little way throughout your life and your day, how you people please, because from this conversation, it's so vast and it comes up in 
really insidious and small ways, but those small ways, they actually make up a much bigger behavioral pattern. Sarah, like you said, that is ingrained in your nervous system, could be from childhood that you've had to act and respond in a certain way for fear of being judged, for fear of being blamed, for fear of not being liked anymore if you don't say yes. So I love um, I love what you discovered, Flower, on TikTok about just practicing really, really owning a no or or if you would automatically say yes to things in the past, give yourself that pregnant pause to think like, hmm, do I, but do I actually want to do that? Am I, am I about to get my period or I'm tired and I'd actually just rather stay at home or I love you, but I, I, I'm really just needing some time for myself right now. And, and, and being, beginning to be comfortable owning that, because that's really the, the way that you will step back into your essence and your, your power is to not, is to not be afraid of, 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 of really knowing what it is that you are wanting, like you both have said, and, and staying close to, to, to that, to that center place, that center point. Yeah, I'm going to bring this conversation all together so we can wrap up. Good. And I just hope like through this, however long, 20, 25 minute conversation, you just realize how people pleasing literally sneaks into every single aspect of your life. It is, it is a sneaky biatch <laughs> and it is literally controlling your entire life and your entire reality. And so like Sarah said in the beginning, that healing this and working on this behavioral pattern and like trauma response really is your greatest work because of how much it affects your entire life when you start to change it and you start to come back to your center and own who you are and own your power and own your desires your entire life is going to change and we have some tools coming up in our new offering called the People Pleaser Pack. We'll have the details in the bio. And we just, this is so near and dear to our hearts. And we, we're obviously actively doing the work ourselves as well. But we want to see more people really start to work on this aspect of themselves so that they can just stand confident, confidently in, in their lives and in how they're deciding to move about their days. So we love you all. Thank you for tuning in. And we hope that this conversation opened up something for you. And if you feel like someone else could benefit, definitely share it with them. See you all next week. Bye. That's it. Immense gratitude for you for tuning in. And as Kristen puts it so well. And I just want to say to any listener, 
that there's there's a lot more nectar and juicy honey where that came from. 